here, Mark chapter 5, verse 35 and 36. While he was still speaking, people came from the house of the synagogue official saying, your daughter has died. Why bother the teacher any further? But Jesus, overhearing what was spoken, said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid, only believe. Do not be afraid, only believe. Do not be afraid, only believe. I, again, it goes back to that story I was telling you about, Vincent. The servants come, and they say to Jairus, what? stop bothering him. What's, what you were praying for didn't happen. So there's no, need to, there's no need to bother him. There's no need to trouble him any further. Why, don't, don't, don't put your trust there anymore. Don't, why, why are we bothering with this anymore? Just let's go. But Jesus, in the midst of talking with this woman, overhears it, stands and says, hold on, I'll get to you in a second. Don't be afraid. Just believe. Don't, don't be afraid. Just believe. I want to I uh, tell you a message today. Can I trust God? Can I trust God? Can I trust God? The things that we will experience in life. And I, I want to stop right here in the story because Jairus right now is met with the decision. Can I trust God? He told me to not be afraid. He told me to believe. Can I trust him in this moment? But you and I have experienced things in life that sometimes limit us from getting to the end result of trusting God. We've experienced things. People have let us down. Parents have let us down. Role models have let us down. They've let us down, and it causes us to project a theory, or it causes us to project an attitude towards God in which he has said, that's not true. That's not me. That's not who I am. Jairus in this moment is met with Three questions, which I believe are the problems that you and I face every time we are about to make a decision, can I trust God? The first question and the first problem is, does God deserve my trust? Does God deserve it? Can he answer? Will he let me down like my dad did? Will he let me down like that coach did? Will he speak death over my life like my mom did? Will he show up for me even though my boss didn't? I was praying for this job. I was believing for this thing. Will he let me down? Does he deserve to have my trust? What I love about Jesus is in this moment he responds, yes, do not, you know, do not be afraid, only believe. But we can see elsewhere from the Bible that Jesus has, has always committed himself to reminding us, to letting us hear from heaven, to always be communicating, I'm with you. You can trust me. Look at this, Matthew, Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Luke 12, 7. Indeed, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than the sparrows. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 1 Peter 5. Cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Jesus says, come to me. I can show you. I can give you rest. I can show you the way. I can give you a life beyond your wildest dreams. I can provide a peace for you like no other. God has always made a commitment to us that you can trust me. Does God deserve my trust? He does. Because he's committed himself to me. 
He's committed himself to saying, I'm with you. He's committed himself to saying, I got you. But the second question, the second question that Jairus is met with is, can God meet my expectations? Can God meet my expectations? I don't know about you. I've always, I'm, I, look, look, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. But I have high expectations about just about everything in life. And it's really hard sometimes to live but <clears throat> with these expectations. But the other day, and, and Zoe family, please forgive me for this. But the other day I was in the lobby with my wife. And uh, I was trying to work on something at church, and my wife is coming to me, and she's asking me questions, and she's needing some help. And Zoe family, I, I repent for this before you today on this YouTube. But I, I, I just told my wife, I said, hey, look, I can't answer anything that you're saying to me right now. I can't talk to you. I just got to focus on this one thing. I'm so sorry. I, 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 I asked for forgiveness later. But in that moment, it was just like, I'm not going to meet the expectation that she has for me as her husband to listen to what she needs to, to answer the questions that she has. And I think sometimes the experiences that we have in life, we, we can project that to God. God, can you meet my expectations? Can you meet me for the needs that I have? Unrealistic, unspoken expectations is when trust is broken. And it usually takes us having our trust broken for us to realize what expectations we have. Sometimes it's easier to just to say, I'm going to pull up the bootstraps and I'm going to do it myself. Sometimes it's easier to say, well, nobody can do it like I can, so I'll just do it. Sometimes it's easier to look at our past situations and say, well, this person hurt me and this person lied to me and this person gossiped about me and this person slandered me. So why even trust anybody? I'll just keep everybody at arm's length and I'll just slowly, the people who I can trust, I'll let into the inner circle. But if I can't trust you, I will always hold you like this. Can God meet my expectations? I think sometimes the trouble that we have is when we have these expectations of people and we project them on God. God never said, I, have, I, 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 am, I am human. He's, he's God. The creator of the world. Like the, the, the God of the universe who hung the sun, moon, and stars. The one who dug the deepest depths of the ocean. Like this is God. God who created all of mankind. God who became man to become our price, our punishment. But, but make no mistake, he is God. He's fully in control. He does not need our help, but he loves us and he's with us. And I think sometimes the struggle is I'm trying to play God. And so the expectations that I put on myself are the expectations that I should actually be putting on God. And so I become my own God, and I, and I try and save myself. And so I'm frustrated. I'm confused. I'm angry. All because I'm trying to assume a role that God never said I, I had for you. The only role that God has ever had for us is to sit in his presence, is to worship him, is to let him be our God, and for us to just worship, love, and praise him. I love Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with a little bit of your heart, with half of your heart. No, trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. I love Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He, what is Psalm 23? It says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He restores my thinking. He renews my mind. He restores my heart. Oh, I love Ephesians 3.20. We stand on that verse here. That God can do above what we ask, think, or imagine. So if I ask God for this, but I'm expecting this, well, maybe we should just raise our expectation level. Because he will meet us at the level of our expectation. So if I, if I think God can only do this, I'm the kind of person that I don't like getting my expectations up because I'm, I'm assuming that it's just not going to be met. So I just, I just always think like, yeah, you know, this party, it's probably going to be all right. Because I, I want it to be like, I want to get to the party and be like, yo, th- fam, this was great. Like, this was fun. The food was great. I danced. Like, this was awesome. Like, I... But so I set, I set my expectations low so that I can see. But if you set your expectations low with God, they'll stay there. Because he will meet you at the level of your expectations. So you may be thinking, okay, God deserves my trust. Okay, sure. You, you've kind of convinced me on the like, okay, yeah, God can meet my expectations. Sure. But this last one, and I think this one really played a part in Jairus' decision. Will God hurt me? like blank will God hurt me will God hurt me like so and so will he will he not provide for me like my parents were supposed to will he not be there for me like the role models and the coaches that I was the teachers that I was supposed to have will he hurt me like this friend that I've been friends with for 10 15 20 years, will they, will God hurt me like that? The promise that Jesus makes is that he's our protector. The promise that Jesus makes is that he's with us in the storm. The promise that Jesus makes is though the enemy comes in like a flood, he will rise up a standard. Again, the the promise of Jesus is that he doesn't leave Jairus in this moment. He looks at him, he says, don't be afraid. Sometimes we, we we can project on God well, my dad let me down, so you're going to let me down. My friend let me down, so you're going to let me down. But Jesus reassures Jairus in that moment, hold on, before, before you say anything, before you make a decision, before you make a call, don't be afraid, only believe. These are the questions I believe that you and I have to answer before we get to the solution of it all. So I've asked you these three questions and Maybe you've considered it. Maybe you've found yourself in one of these. Maybe right now you're thinking like, yeah, question number two or question number one is for me. But I want to give you the solution. I want to give you the solution. I promise you, this is, this is groundbreaking stuff. Like this is really, this is, I, I, like, this is awesome stuff right here that I'm about to tell you. Like this is, I can't wait to tell you. I got a lot of like, I got a, I'm kind of giddy on stage right now. I'm like excited. I'm excited to tell you what it is because I, re- I mean, this is a, like, 
your life is going to get a lot better. Your li- I mean, you're going to see a lot more joy, a lot more fulfillment. You're going to see a lot, a lot of questions answered. You're going to see, I mean, you're going to come to work differently. You're going to talk to people differently. It's going to affect you. It's going to fulfill you. You're going to see joy. You're going to see life from a different perspective. I mean, the, this is, guys, here we go. Are you ready for this? This is, I, I cannot wait to tell you this solution. Believe in rest. Just believe and rest. Believe and rest. You might be thinking like, wait, I don't got to do anything. I just got to think. I just got to think better. I just got to have faith. I just got to trust. That doesn't make any sense. I love what Jesus' promises is. Come to me, all you who are weary, heavy laden, overworked, exhausted, burdened by life. Have you ever felt a pain in your chest that feels so overwhelming? Have you ever felt what it's like to, I'm so stressed out right now that I could throw up? Have you ever felt like, it just feels like there's something on my shoulders? Yeah, it's called stress. It's called anxiety. It's called the world is not meant to be on your shoulders. It's meant to be in the palm of God's hand because that's where he has you. That's where he has you. So when I recognize that God is the one who holds me in the palm of his hand, when I recognize that God is the one who's carrying me, who's holding my life, it allows me to step back and rest. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. I got it. The, you know, a couple years ago, I was, uh, I was on a flight to Tampa. I do not recommend going to Tampa, but I was on a flight to Tampa for my sister's engagement, and I was, uh, you know, it was in the middle of a hurricane, and uh, great timing, and uh, I remember being in LAX, and I was watching the weather patterns, and I'm, you know, I, I never look at the screens for weather patterns, and like, is my flight going to be canceled? But today, I'm watching the news. And so I'm watching the news, and I'm watching the weather patterns, and it says at the time of my flight that I will arrive in Tampa, that uh, the hurricane winds will be on the other side of Florida. So I'm thinking, I'm good. We get on the flight. We're flying. It's great. I got my coffee. I got, you know, I, I'm listening to some music. I like flying alone. I'm weird like that. So it's like I'm reading a book. I just, I'm, I'm enjoying the flight. About over Texas, uh, the captain gets on, gets on the uh, old mic. And he says, hey, uh, we're going to be going into some hurricane winds. Uh, the winds have shifted and they are now moving over to West Florida, uh, over Tampa. And uh, don't worry, passengers, we will get this flight landed. Uh, but I just want to let you know that there will be some turbulence. Some turbulence? Okay, great. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in 27F because that's where I fly, it's 27F. And so there's, there's nothing more terrifying and horrific than seeing uh, 27 rows in front of you of people's heads swaying like this. And in that, that old adage where it's like you don't like, you don't start freaking out until the stewardess starts freaking out. Well, when the stewardess starts freaking out two hours before your flight is supposed to land, like everybody is gone. Like we're just like, hey, like, people are trying to get up to use the bathroom. It's like, what, why are you, it's hurricane winds, man. Like just hold it. And so I, I'm, I'm sitting there in the seat gripping the seat, like holding on white knuckles for two hours. 
and we circled around Tampa, and we circled around Tampa, and we circled around Tampa trying to find a time to be able to land. Obviously, we landed. But I just remember, I just remember sitting there, just white knuckles, praying. I had made peace with God. <laughs> Vivian, my firstborn, was eight months old. I had made peace that, hey, God, provide a great husband for Natalie and a great father. Like, I'm, these are the prayers. These are the prayers that I'm praying right now. I, I, asking for repentance, praying, God, please let me into heaven. Like, I'm, I'm gone. I have fully thought this is the day that I'm, I'm out. Like, this is, this is it. But holding on to that seat, even though I was sitting down, I think sometimes that's a picture for us, that we're sitting down. Even though we're sitting down, I've got the right posture. I'm still sitting down like this. I'm still holding, I'm still trying to clutch my life. I'm still trying to hold on to the situation. I'm still trying to hold on for dear life about God. I got to give you this. I love the story with Jairus because we'll go back to this, right? So Jairus has this, he has, this is where we're at now. We're here in the story. The, the woman and Jesus, they're kneeling down. The servants have come. They've told Jairus, this is where I'm at, right? So this, the thing I love about the story of Jairus is I can imagine Jairus is, is he's tapping his feet. He's looking at his watch. Jesus, Jesus, let's go. He says, only believe. Jesus says, only believe. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't kneel down with the woman and say, Jairus, if you tithe right now, I will sprint to your house. I will leave this woman, and I will sprint to your house, and I will heal your, heal your daughter. He does not say, Jairus, here are six keys, that if you can accomplish these six keys right now, I will, I will literally get up. I will sprint. I'm God, so I'm fast. I will sprint to your home. But he doesn't, he doesn't give Jairus a to-do list. He just says, believe. He just says, trust me. He just says, hold on. Don't be afraid. I know you're afraid right now. Don't be afraid. Just believe. And I think sometimes it's like, ah, I don't want to. Are you telling me that I've, like, I've just got to sit on the couch and rest? Like, if, if God is our ultimate, eternal, heavenly father, you're telling me that all I have, I just got to get up on the couch and sit next to him? That does, what? Like, can I do something? Like, that can't be, it's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. Trusting God seems easy in, in words, but it's sometimes some of us, we're just like, okay, I'll get up and I'll do this. God, how about this? I'm sitting here. I've got white knuckles. I'm sitting here. I don't, I don't, I, okay, how about if I just send the text? How about if I, okay, how about if I just look at, I'll overlook some stuff and, 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 and I'll do this. How about if I go ahead, how about if I go ahead and I prep my family that you're still, like, what if I, and Jesus is just, no, 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 just sit on the couch. Sit on the couch. I sat for years on the couch next to my dad watching sports. Just years, years, years. We had this lazy boy that, you know, and I just sat in that thing for years. And me and my dad used to watch sports for hours, hours on hours. I didn't tell my wife that I did that. So when we got married, I just still continued to sit there for hours and watch sports, and she had no idea. But you're just, you're, you're telling me to just sit on, the, sit on the couch to rest? Okay, fine, fine. I'll sit on the couch. This is, this is my, my daughter. 
how about if I do this? Like, can I get, can I get up and get something? No, 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 no. Just, just rest. Just believe me. Just believe I can answer the prayer. Just trust me. Yeah. <sighs> no, just, just trust me. I don't really want to. Well, why do you think that is? Because I want to do it myself. It's really hard. I can't, I can't see you. I don't want to let go of control. It's hard to not, it's just hard to do nothing sometimes. But Jesus just says, just believe. Only believe. That's all you got to do is just believe. Believe me. And I love this story. He talks. He talks with her. And Jesus stands up. And he doesn't say to Jairus, Jairus, I want you to go to your home. And I want you to tell your wife I'm coming. I want you to prepare the scene a certain way. He walks with Jairus the whole way home. All 14 of those guys just walking down the road. And he walks with Jairus all the way home. He comes into the home, and there's people there that are already mourning the death of his daughter. And Jesus says, what are you guys doing? They're like, well, the daughter has passed away, and, you know, where were you, Jesus? Jesus is like, she's in there sleeping. And they laugh at him. And he kicks them all out. He says, you guys go out to the patio. And he walks with Jairus and the mom into the bedroom. She's there on the bed, and he takes her hand, and he raises her back to life. And catch this, catch this. He says, she's only been sleeping. Why don't you go get her? Why don't you go get her some food? I think sometimes we just need to take a nap <laughs> and just sit with God. Sometimes it's as easy as, I just got to take a nap and have a sandwich. God makes that promise to you. Jesus makes that promise. All you who are weary, are burdened, are heavy laden with things that culture is telling you you have to do, things that your boss is, it's just, I'm just so tired. I don't want to watch the news anymore. I don't want to look at social media anymore. I don't want to talk. It's just like, I don't want to talk to people because I don't know what they're going to say to me anymore. I don't know if they're going to talk about me behind my back. Like, all of these thoughts are swirling through your head. And after an amount of time, it gets a little, it's just, it gets a little hazy. And I'm going to ask Drew to come up and we'll close out the service. But I love the commandment of Jesus that he makes to us is to believe and rest. Because if you can believe and rest, you can get to what this, the, you, you've looked at the solution, but you can get to the possibility. And I love this possibility. I love this possibility. The greatest possibility of trust is peace. The greatest possibility of trust is peace. The peace that surpasses all understanding. The rest of just resting in God's arms. The peace of saying, God, you have my life. 
the 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 rest and the peace of saying god you're with me the rest and the peace of saying god i know that you're walking just as you walked with jairus you're walking with me just as the enemy comes in like a flood jesus you are protecting me just as doubt and confusion comes into my head god you're protecting me just as i just begin to think that oh man i i just can't trust you jesus comes in and says don't be afraid just believe the greatest possibility of this whole thing is just resting amidst a culture in a world that is striving for peace that is striving for salvation that is just praying for something to mend their soul to fill the void that is within them they're praying they're trying they're they're striving every single day they're going to bed they're sitting on the couch but their arms are crossed and their hands are clutched because they're thinking i've got to save myself and jesus makes the commitment to you today i paid your price i'm with you i'm your healer i'm all you need i am i'm all you need you don't need anything else it's just me what so you're saying i can I, so how do i live life then like if i'm not doing religious things like you ever see somebody that's like awkward with their hands how do i sit and rest unforced rhythms of his grace and you learn God's pace and you learn the pace that he has you on and you start living in his will and you begin trusting him and it gets easier to say you know what I know that this world is not perfect but I serve a perfect God and he's he's with me every step of the way he's holding me in his hands and he's got me he's got me so the ultimate man the possibility of life do you know why God is trustworthy? The ultimate possibility is the rest and the peace that you will have every single day amidst the storm, amidst what you're facing. You can rest knowing, hey, you know what? I know God's got this. Natalie gets mad at me all the time because we can fight and I can go to bed and I can fall asleep like that. She's up all night. <laughs> and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. The peace of God. But you can, you can live in this world and you can have peace that surpasses all understanding because the peace of God will guard your heart. It will guard your heart. I want to pray for you today. And if you, wherever you're at right now, if you're on a run, if you're at your office, if you're at home right now, I want to pray peace over your life. And I want to pray that you would receive this peace. I want to pray that you would receive what Jesus has done for you. I want to pray that you would receive the grace that God has for you today. God, we just pray over everyone that is watching this service online. God, we just pray.